So I watched this documentary called um, This Machine Greens. And it was a Bitcoin energy documentary um, that was quite clever in certain respects. Um, what they did is that they, they hid a bunch of, um, lies underneath a general broad, uh, seemingly on the surface of it, uh, truth. Um, but they left out a lot of critical information in this documentary and it was purely, I could say a PR campaign. Um, and the main points that they get wrong are that they believe that something is valuable just because you spent energy and time uh, acquiring it, right? So anytime you do work, they think that anytime you do work, it doesn't matter what, what the result of that work is. They only care that you spent time and energy. They focus on, on energy, right? Because um, Bitcoin uses a lot of energy. They only care about the fact that you used energy, but that's not true. I mean, you can dig up holes and refill them. And what have you got to show for it? Nothing. There's nothing productive being produced. Um, and they, they try to compare gold and other forms of, of, uh, of, of once used money, like wampum shells and these big stones and gold to Bitcoin as far as, you know, it took energy or time to create these things. And um, so what they're missing is that gold actually, looking for gold actually, when you spend energy looking for gold, because it's rare and it's hard to find, somewhat hard to find. I mean, it was easier back in the day when we were cavemen people walking around, there was gold that was pretty easy to find, somewhat easy to find, although still rare. Um, but you didn't need as you didn't need the kind of technology, of course, that we have today. Um, but the thing is, is that gold can actually be used in things, and they failed to even mention one use case of gold. They actually go out of their way to show some old clip of a of a film where the guy says that gold is pretty much useless. Um, it's just because it's rare, and they they focus in on um, the the guy talking about, uh, you know, people going out to look for gold and only one person comes back with gold. But if you add up all the time of everyone spent looking for gold, somehow that matters. Um, so they really want to focus on the energy spent finding the thing. Um, or, or uh, but they don't want to focus on the usefulness of the thing. Um, so they, they actually said that gold doesn't have any uses um, in this film uh, when, in fact, gold is needed to, to run their machines to mine Bitcoin. So they failed to even mention that. Um, the wampum shells, I mean, I guess uh, these were considered money. I don't know the story on that probably because they were considered pretty and they were considered rare. Maybe they took some energy to or time to create. 
into, you know, whatever they were going to use to use as a currency. Right. But this was used in what some primitive community, uh, native community and, um, people use different things for money throughout history and gold stood the test of time. And they kept trying to find a better and better commodity. Eventually they settled on gold. So wampum shells, I guess, was a just an experiment that, you know, it didn't survive the test of time. I mean, nobody was using wampum shells in 1900 something. So, um, so they did focus on that quite a bit and they sort of lumped in gold with wampum shells and this other stone, this raw stone that was huge. Um, but you know, you can mention these, these, these other types of money that were used in these, you know, pre-civilized societies, but then to just lump gold in with that, uh, that's a little bit disingenuous. Uh, so they, what they did do, I will give them this credit. Uh, the very first part of the documentary, they did say that energy was useful to people and essential to our survival. I do agree with that. Um, but I will take it a little bit step further that they didn't take. They, they, they don't believe in energy freedom. And you want to know why? Because all throughout this documentary, it was moving towards Bitcoin needs to, to help promote renewable energy. That's why they don't believe in, renew, in, in, in energy freedom. So this is a renewable energy campaign. And it's clear that they're pushing that uh, from, the, from the outset. Um, now, if they were, if they didn't have an agenda, they'd probably say, yeah, we believe in energy freedom, uh, where no government is going to dictate what energy source uh, people use. Uh, but they clearly do have an agenda. And um, renewable, renewable energy, um, because it has lots of subsidies, which they don't even mention, they mentioned the word subsidy one time, but they say that they actually use it completely out of context. And they say that Bitcoin miners are not looking for energy subsidies. Um, that's just a flat out lie. Yes, they are because they're looking for cheap energy. And right now renewables are getting all of the government subsidies um, and, and other types of energy fossil fuels are getting um, slapped in the face with all kinds of government regulations and they're not getting the subsidies like wind and solar are. Um, and they're not, they didn't even, I don't, they mentioned maybe nuclear, I can't remember, maybe towards the end, but they definitely didn't focus on that. Nuclear wasn't a big highlight for them. I can't even remember if it was interested, if it was talked about, maybe at the very, very end, they talked more about that volcano in Ecuador, in uh, El Salvador, um, than they did about any kind of nuclear energy. Um, of course, because they're pushing El Salvador, because this is the place that they uh, colluded with the Bitcoin miners and the Bitcoin community colluded with the government down there to, um, to bring this, um, legal to, to force people to accept and use Bitcoin as a, so Bitcoin is now legal tender in their country. They force their people to use Bitcoin. We can no longer talk about how Bitcoin is this, this thing that is about freedom. Um, because the people have been shown, the Bitcoin people have been shown time and time again, that they're willing to use government force. They're willing to lobby the U S government to get certain regulation passed. And I've talked about this before, the reasons why they, they're doing it. Um, it it's, 
so there's two different types of Bitcoin people out there. There's the type that do defensive lobbying. So a bill is going to be passed that might hurt Bitcoin. They're going to be defensive about it. And I can kind of under, I can understand that, you know, if you're going to be poked, you're going to poke back. But then there's the, the Bitcoin people that um, are aggressively lobbying uh, governments to implement Bitcoin friendly policies aggressively, proactively. And these are the people that went to El Salvador and pressured their government to, uh, well, I don't know if pressured, maybe sold their government a bag of lies to get uh, Bitcoin as legal tender to prop up their currency and to just, you know, scam the whole country. Um, so they don't, they don't talk about El Salvador uh, in this documentary um, that much, only really to talk about the volcano. <laughs> Uh, I went on an extended rant there, but um, it all relates to this idea that Bitcoin people are um, are actually going on the proactive here. The, like with this whole energy campaign that the Bitcoiners are doing, I've noticed it and it's significantly ramped up. And I think it's a, um, it's a, I would say it's aggressive and it's proactive and it's, its intent is to um, because they know that there's a huge renewable climate lobby out there and they know that people don't like Bitcoin using energy, uh, but they've also aligned themselves with the green energy people. So there's, there's two things going on here. They're, they, um, they're probably like the, the, the green energy people who know that they can be friends with Bitcoiners because they can both profit from it. Maybe they won't make waves, but the other, the more, the more visible, uh, public backlash that the environmentalist group are, which is probably the majority of people out there uh, who care about climate um, and not directly involved in producing renewables, they're going to be they're going to be pissed off at what the Bitcoin people are doing, and they're going to see the green energy producers as um, as aligning with these Bitcoin people as sort of traitors. So there's this coming storm. Uh, I think, and they're getting, they're trying to get out in front of it. They're trying to produce propaganda uh, for many reasons. And a lot of this has to do with what's going on in Texas with the ERCOT grid and how many Bitcoin miners are moving here to take advantage of our quote unquote deregulated grid, which isn't really deregulated. Um, but they, they have a massive problem. And I think that they're, they're trying to get out in front of it. They're also trying to convince all the hodlers out there, the Bitcoin believers, that what they're doing is actually good and to not worry about how much electricity they consume because they're going to go, go renewable. Um, uh, in another segment, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll further dissect individual arguments that they have on this documentary from people um, where they interview them. Um, there's a lot of like bad stuff that they actually say that's untrue. Um, and you know, the one thing is that they said that the Bitcoin people are moving towards the most efficient type of energy source, which is renewable energy. They don't define what efficient means. They also talk about clean energy and they don't talk about how, uh, the cost of, of Bitcoin mining also includes all of the machines all of the the uh, the warehouses built to to house these these machines. They only talk about Bitcoin using electricity directly. They only measure the direct consumption of these machines, but they don't measure all the extra costs that go into Bitcoin mining. So it's not just the cost of electricity. Um, 
there's so much to say about this film uh, and the details of the people who who made it and who who were being interviewed about it. Um, but that that basically deserves a very deep dive and a, maybe a a watching of it in real time and then discussing exactly their arguments as they appear.